damn pasty. I don't know if any of this would be able to air on the WDB network. I think they're just going to fucking censor our whole show. Just one long beep. I know Pasty got pissed at me because we, we, we pretty much had it sold for 50 bucks and then I told him I needed a hand job and they kind of backed out of it and now he's pissed because I cost him 25 bucks. I mean, to, to give me a hand job, that offer's still on the table, folks. I mean, just shoot me a message, hit us up at facebook.com forward slash beefsticks podcast, you know, just. However you want, get a hold of me. I'm I'm here for you. Stroking. Stroke me, stroke me. Yeah, how's it going? Ah, it's a fucking beautiful day in the neighborhood, I tell you what. It's been a been a, been a pretty quiet week as far as wrestling goes, both news and shows, I suppose. That really rhymed, and I did not mean to make it rhyme at all. Uh, <laughs> that shit just came out, damn. Uh but yeah, it's uh, it's just been kind of. I think it's been a quiet week in the world, really, other than uh, other than shrimp and cinnamon toast crunch. But other than that, I think it's been pretty pretty quiet. Yeah, I love this fucking dude. I don't can't even think of his name, but I love how you're so insignificant that even though you're fucking like 90% of 90 boys' first crush, you still have to fucking make up shrimp stories about to get yourself into the in into the public. And it's not even like make up a good story. Not I found shrimp in my cinnamon toast crunch. You fucker, it's gotta be something they, they package there. And it's like General Mills isn't fucking making fish right next to fucking cinnamon toast crunch. It doesn't work that way. Then he posted a picture. Then he posted a picture of the fucking. He's like, here's here's one that's unopened, and there's stuff in here, and you can see the packaging tape over over where he cut it. It's like, show the other side, you dipshit. <laughs> I can see packaging tape. What is fucking up with you? I'm looking forward to see because apparently he's paying to get it tested to see if there's any crustaceal DNA in it. <laughs> I'm just, I just love this story. I've never heard of the cat. Um, I definitely don't think he deserves to be a uh, banging Daniel official. If, uh, yeah, that's that's just sad that this this jackass gets her. But there he is, him and his shrimp. <laughs> Yeah, I I would say his name, but I don't want to give him any more fucking publicity. Plus, I don't know the fucker's name at all. I just call him Mister Daniel Fischel. Yeah, he's he's not official. That's for sure. He's official. Well, he's not official. He's just official. Something's fishy in my cinnamon toast crunch. The taste you can see shrimp in. Fuck. 
That's like the biggest news of the week. Isn't it? That's good, though. Isn't it, Pasty? As shitty as the world has been for the last two years, the fact that shrimp in your cinnamon toast crunch is the biggest news, I think that's awesome. <laughs> it reminds me of fucking my fat ass trying to get between two desks at work. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. I guess, well, I guess there was one big news event that isn't good. North Korea is back to testing uh, weapons, shooting missiles off in the Japanese sea. So I guess that's some bad shit, but whatever. It's North Korea. Not like they'll actually do anything. They just They were just mad that the fish guy was getting more attention than them, so they had to pout and throw fit. Look at me! Look at me! Forget your shrimp! I'll nuke your shrimp! Right. It reminds me of a... You ever watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? The... The the fake Charles when he's he's getting them in his pyramid scheme and he's like, All right, and you sign here and you have to promise you won't have a lawyer look at this. Oh, and you also have to sign this saying that you have seen the owner's wife and she is alive and healthy. <laughs> like they put that right in there. She's definitely alive and healthy, and you have seen her. <laughs> Something's fishy. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's Captain Crunch. That would make sense for Captain Crunch. He's a he's a fisherman. He's an admiral who fishes and calls himself Captain. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. I like that though. Old Shrimpy McGee. Azumi! Whoop whoop! Wait, wait, what was she, what was she known as? Let's <laughs> take that again. Yeah! God damn, what were y'all doing at 15? Just fucking holding your balls, Zach. Hey, you know what? He was just a big fan of Al Bundy's. Take that, trips. <laughs> That's a bunch of quick matches.
Yeah. So big shout out to Azumi, only 18 years old and has done so fucking much in, in her career, let alone her life. Um, just, just awesome. And just, uh, another example of how, you know, even, even the hardworking wrestlers who, who take, take their training the, the most serious nowadays will say you have to have an education to back, to, to fall back on. You never know what's going to happen. So congratulations to her. And you know, it, it isn't often that we get to, uh, Congratulate multi-time champions for graduating high school on this show. So, but no, she just graduated at eighteen. She was a full-time wrestler at fifteen. There you go. So she started full-time at fifteen. She started wrestling before fifteen. She became a full-time wrestler at fifteen, working around her schooling, and then she just recently um, graduated at the age of eighteen. So. Way to go, QQ Bomb Girl! Yes. Come on, negative one. Get those those scores up. I want you a one plus. Like an A plus, A minus. It, it kind of, it didn't really work, but in my head I thought it looked good. Well, that happened this week. But, Pasty, we're going to travel in the way back machine and check out this week in pro wrestling history. A great date to me personally, March 26th, 1995 in Yokohama, Japan. Manami Toyota defeated Aja Kong to win the WWWA World Singles Championship in the main event of Queendom 3. These two women are unquestionably two of the greatest female wrestlers of all time. A month later, Toyota defended her crown against Kyoko Inu at Kurukan Hall where the two fought a 60-minute time limit draw. Despite pile drivers on the floor, German suplexes off the top rope, multiple finishers, neither one was able to secure a victory that night. Nonetheless, Toyota retained, and the match was voted Match of the Year for 95 in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Yes, all the way back in 95, two women got Match of the Year. You know, this it, This shows you, our, Just our, I'm not done with this, but our last... Story in this story, God, these uh, these Japanese women, man, they really take it to heart. And uh, anybody who doesn't know Manami Toyota, she's my all-time favorite woman wrestler. Look her up. Look up anything. So the following month, Toyota lost the WWWA Championship back to Aja Kong. But Toyota soon recovered from the loss when she won the All Japan Wrestling Grand Prix Tournament, securing her position as the number one contender to the WWWA Championship. Then on December 4th, she defeated then-champion Dynamite Kanasi to become a two-time world champion. Later in 98, Aja would bring Manami to Gaia, Japan, where the two would team up and then later feud. Toyota put her wrestling career on hiatus after her August 2007 tribute show where she wrestled in every match on the card. She's kind of full of herself. (laughs) But she did return to action the following year. It would be the first of six five-star rated matches, this Aja Kong and Manami Toyota match, by Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Toyota wrestled in 1995. She wrestled six five-star matches that year. Holy shit. 
Toyota is also the only woman to have competed in... Oh, he's been doing shit since the 80s. Yeah. Toyota is also the only woman to have competed in 14 matches that were given five-star ratings by the Wrestling Observer. And folks, remember, this is back when the five-star was as far as he would go. Also, on a Wrestling Observer poll taken on March 20th, 2009, Toyota was voted as the greatest female wrestler of all time with 31% of the vote. And I tell you what, Fat Mac backs that up as well. I actually have two DVDs that I uh, that I burnt myself just of tons of her greatest hits and shit that I like to bust out, especially for my back in the day for my nieces to show them, you know, back when there wasn't a lot of good women wrestling in America. This is some badass shit. Great stuff. Could it be WWE's life in the fast lane? You know, I haven't heard anything about why it started at four. Did you? I, I mean, for me personally, as as a person who is in bed by eight and usually asleep by nine, I prefer it personally. But like you said, you should probably give people a heads up. I mean, I, actually, they probably did. I'm sure like Raw and SmackDown and stuff, they probably said something about it, but we don't watch that shit. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so I guess this will go pretty quickly, Pasty, because I don't think either of us have much to say about anything, except the one match we both did watch. I would say so, and uh, we'll just start out. There was a pre-show. <clears throat> of course, Vince McMahon doesn't care about Riddle, Mustafa Ali, or the U.S. Championship, so Riddle defended his U.S. Championship against Mustafa Ali in the pre-show. Riddle retained. Probably a good match. <clears throat> yeah. What, nine minutes? I could watch these two go 15, 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Did they? I, I, I heard news that they were planning a breakup for them, but that's good. I mean... It's good WWE's realizing it didn't work and they're they're dissolving it. <laughs> yeah. This was a hell of a barn burner, and I tell you what, the women went all out. No, I don't fucking know. I didn't see it. Four amazing talents. Oh, three amazing talents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, she's supposed to be the dangerous one, but no, it's the old Nye girl. 
Um, so yeah, that match happened. Good for them. Then we had the Intercontinental Championship match, and Big E kept his title against Apollo Cruz. Boy, that was only that was just over five minutes, so you know. Right. But it won't. Well, and you can't just give somebody an It can't be the same person and give them an accent. First of all, you'd have to change your character. Second of all, nowadays, I mean, I think we're all, I mean, I know he's African-American. I mean, I don't think he's from Africa. Maybe, maybe he was originally from there. But nonetheless, he doesn't need to be making up an accent. He's he's black. He he can be black without having an African accent. A lot of people are. Trust me, I've met him. So, yeah. What which is which is is apt because it makes me think of when Kofi Kingston first came in. You know, and he's from South Africa, but he came in with a Jamaican accent because that was his character. And then after a while, he was just like, this is stupid. I'm not Jamaican. Right. Right. Well, and because of New Day. I mean, New Day was New Day was meant to fucking bomb and they just made it work. Yeah, New Day was not meant to work. Trust me. <laughs> Why don't why don't you three black people go out and be Southern Baptist preachers? That'll get you over with the audience worldwide. Oh, 100. And then they became top baby faces. They they're an example of how to how to work character, you know. Yeah, don't know what happened there. You know, it happened. I mean, to be fair, I'd rather Elias be on the card than Shane, so good for them. I don't know if it needs to be a four-minute squash match, which is also fine. Strowman should be having squash matches against undercard guys. Obviously not the, uh, obviously not the homophobic one, huh? Oh, shit. I thought he was, why isn't he fired? I said, why isn't he fired? Dumb, 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 dumb. Then we had uh, what probably was a good match, and I almost went and watched it, but I just didn't have time. Uh, Seth Rollins, actually, you know what? I watched this match. I forgot I watched it, but I did watch it. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. You know what? It was solid. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't what you know. If these two had a match on an NXT Takeover, wasn't that? But I'd say for a WWE pay per view, it was very solid. They both could have done a lot better, but great work all around. I didn't have any negatives with it. I just know these two can do better. So I, I did see this one. Now that I think about it, and that was uh. Longest match outside of the the main event, or no, it wasn't. Never mind. But it was a match. It happened. 
Seth Rollins won. I'm sorry you had to see that pasty. <laughs> I did see um, pictures that he came down in Braveheart makeup. That's cool, I guess. I mean, oh, you would, yeah, you would think they'd both have that uh, European style going for them. You know, the Belfast Bruiser and all. Oh no, that was a uh, that's old Finn Juice's daddy. Don't see enough of him. Well, obviously, one is from England and one is from fucking uh, South America. So let's go with uh, Finley and not not Juicy Boy. Um, those two fucking did a promo on Impact, and it was awful. They shouldn't be talking. Yeah, they they did a they did a pre recorded promo on the Good Brothers, and it just wasn't very good, brother. No, no, but they did give a little, I don't know, I don't know about what happened on, uh, if anything happened on Dynamite, but they showed a little tinge of dissension on Impact because the Good Brothers went to go uh, <clears throat> hang out with Omega and Don Callis and they would not open the door for the Good Brothers. So they're like, do you think it's because we lost the titles? And he's like, let's not sit here like Marks, get the fuck out of here. So they're, they're, they're hinting at some dissension. Or, I don't know. Or they're splitting off from it. What, what I have noticed, Pasty? Have you noticed, though, I think in the last month... Maybe less, but because I don't keep up as much. They haven't mentioned anything about the belt collector. Have you noticed that, that they've dropped that altogether? So I don't know. I don't know. That that kind of tickled in my brain, too. I was like, you know what? They never once mentioned that. I don't know if they've dropped that or what the deal is. Until he has belts. <laughs> yeah, he has two right now. One. Yeah, I don't think he legally can. I don't know what kind of working arrangement they have. I agree 100%. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know at all. <laughs> right. Then um then we have the match that I did watch. Uh I, I I'm going to say it has to be the best match on the card even though I didn't watch but one other one. Alexa Bliss defeated Randy Orton in an awesome spectacle. A, a spectacle. It was a spectacle. It was obviously pre-recorded. They obviously had um, special effects in there. Um, but it was cool because because Alexa Bliss like played Carrie. If anybody's ever seen the movie Carrie, she you know Orton. I think the first big special effect. Orton started coming at her and they had a fire strip across the ring and fire flamed up right in front of him. And then she starts giggling and laughing and then she's walking around the outside 
and they're face to face. And she looks up with this awesome, just sadistic grin. <laughs> no, but then she looks down and just changes her emotion to just like a sharp, hateful glare. Like she is such an awesome actress or, or conveying emotion because it was just beautiful. You knew exactly what she was thinking. And as soon as she locked eyes with him, lighting fell from the, from the rafters and, and dropped and almost hit Orton. And then there was some more fire. She did this really awesome pose where she's like sitting on the ring rope, but swinging and giggling and kicking her feet. Like, Oh, it could all have been in a horror movie. This was just fucking beautiful. And, uh, and then we had a melted Ray Wyatt come up. We don't know if he's the fiend. We don't know what he is. It wasn't bad. I just don't know what we're doing with him. They didn't really, but he put him. Did, did he put him in the mandible or what did he do? I don't remember. Oh, he gave him the sister Abigail. Yeah. And then, and yeah. And then she got the pin. (laughs) Right. I was wondering what all that stuff was about where I just kept seeing everybody say, God, I wish I was Randy right now. I wish I was Randy right now. And then I watched it and I was like, what? You guys like, you guys have obviously never been with a woman because you know, her just sitting on me clothed isn't that amazing of a feeling. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, um, yeah. But I guess that's pro wrestling fans for you. Most of them just, I can't believe that they're virgins because nobody's a virgin nowadays, but God, they act like they're virgins half the time. What do you think of it? I uh, sorry, I took it away on there, but I was excited about this match. Right, and what they're going to do with it. I don't, I mean, I would assume that they're getting rid of the Fiend character altogether. I would assume that's what this is for. But I don't know where you go from there. I don't, uh, he probably will actually, but. But I don't know where you, I mean, the Fiend's been the best thing for him. I don't know where you go from there. I mean, and yes, it does kind of handicap him. But. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> Probably, I mean honestly. Um Yeah. But you know what I mean in general, the Undertaker should have only had a little bit of shelf life and so should have Kane and they both lasted forever, so maybe you could keep the fiend around long, but that's that's kind of just me looking at this storyline and what I say in my head is it looks like they're, they're writing off the fiend character. So.
So basically, you just want to Ghostbusters him, huh? Just throw the little box out there, shoot him with the thing, and contain him until all hell gets. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but then the then the evil the evil city official comes in and shuts the power off, and then he escapes. I mean, it's basically Ghostbusters, and hey, I love Ghostbusters. It works. I like it, Pasty. You get a thumbs up from me on that one. No, <laughs> they won't. <laughs> Referee, <clears throat> enforcer, the, the special Arn Anderson. I love uh, Jim Carrey's imposter uh, spoof of that. Have you ever heard that? <clears throat> oh, you got to look it up on YouTube. It's Jim Carrey. It was from In Living Color, and he... He does a, a spoof of it called Imposter about how shitty this guy is and how he's really not a gangster and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just Jim Carrey. Imposter! I cannot even rhyme. I have some shitty song and stuff like that. It's it's hilarious. Go look. All of you, all of you, go after you're done listening to the podcast, hit up your YouTube machine and look it up because it's hilarious. Yeah, it's only it's the only good thing that came from snow or no was he was that snow or which one was that okay that was snow okay there's a few of them people I don't know who they are um there I guess that's the pay per view huh I didn't hear anything about it I didn't watch it. I never read anything about it or nothing. Uh, I do want to say one thing, though. Last week, I was so fucking pissed off because I almost had a perfect streak on impact. Pasty, I got every single one right on Fastlane. Plus, if it would have came down to the uh, the tiebreaker, I would have won the tiebreaker because Randy Orton never once hit Alexa Bliss. Not once. I fucking aced this one. I mean, it's sad because it's a pathetic pay-per-view, but I'm still going to take the A, man. Thank you for being so excited for me. I I can tell. Because I I didn't... You mean Big E? Yeah, Strowman, yeah. Yeah, and I I didn't give myself points for that, but... I still, I still picked the right guy, anyways. <laughs> Even in a match that didn't happen, I still picked the right guy. So I didn't give myself a point for that. I felt that'd be cheating, but nonetheless, <laughs> all right, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I ended up acing this one and would have gotten the thing. Uh, best match, I, I would have to assume we have to pick the intergender one because it's the only one you and I even wanted to watch, right? So that's a that's a no-brainer. Is it an incomplete grade? 
And we're not going to. <laughs> We've already seen the the best of it, so it's great that the best match was a fucking less than five minute match where what where nobody touched each other other than other than the pinfall. Neither contestant touched each other other than the pinfall. And it was an amazing it was really awesome. Because it's intergender. <laughs> to, another another guy can come in and attack him because it's intergender. If a woman had attacked him other than her, disqualification. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but it's WWE. They don't make sense. They just make money. I'm I'm so not looking forward to that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I I should watch both nights all the way through just cuz it's WrestleMania, but fuck. I really don't want to. I don't I don't know any matches that are happening and I'm just not excited. I'm assuming one's going to be Orton versus The Fiend or Bray Wyatt or somebody. It's about the only guess I have of any match. Roman Reigns going to face somebody. I don't know. Who is he facing? Who won the Rumble? Okay, and he's facing Roman? Okay, so we got that match, which should be good. Who's the other champion? Lashley? Oh, that should be that should be a good match. Yeah, that should main event one of the nights. That'd be cool. Be coolage. Well, that's he. That's what he does best, baby. He boxes the boom. You know, Brock Lesnar knows how to have fun. Remember when he was facing uh. Eddie Guerrero, and he came out with the mariachi band and a sombrero and was like, it's like he can have fun when they let him, you know. Brock is, I, I, I try to, I, I honestly think Brock is a lot like Hulk Hogan where it's like he can do a lot more. Everybody's pissed. Oh, Brock can't do anything. No, he can do a lot of shit. I mean, just look at his fucking amateur career. But, you know, well, even... Without the money being, Vince pays him more money to come in there and squash people. Vince doesn't want him to have a 30-minute fucking catch-as-catch-can wrestling match. He could, but Vince doesn't want him to, you know? And uh, that's the same thing with uh, Hogan, you know? I mean, got quite a while back, I, I posted a short video on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash beef sticks podcast of some highlights of Hulk Hogan in Japan. And I mean, he's fucking doing the flips. He's doing enziguris. He's fucking running around. He's putting on real actual holds. It's like people are, Oh, Hulk Hogan can't wrestle. The motherfucker could wrestle his ass off. He was trained by a hero Matsuda, but Vince McMahon paid him to not do that. And to be fair, both Hogan and Brock, I think, have made more money for the company by not wrestling good. I'm sorry. 
Oh my god, that ruins wrestling pasty. I mean, if I can't hear the N-word being said, I mean, why even be a wrestling fan? That's that's why that's why we got into wrestling in the first place. Isn't <laughs> your best bat dad? <laughs> America. Yeah, everybody seems to really be getting I love when when we start correcting mistakes that the fucking racists just fly, fly their flags so high and without exception. Like they don't even care. All the way back with the Dr. Seuss. I don't know if we ever I don't remember if we ever talked about that on the show or on air. I know you and I have, but it's like Yeah, they took out some racist stuff in the Dr. Seuss books, which by the way weren't pop I mean Nobody's touching green eggs and ham or fucking cat in the hat. So shut the fuck up. They're books that you never even read. You know, only the. Mulberry Street. Yeah, Mulberry Street. Yeah, I think most people did. But it's still, I mean, has anybody read it lately? It's like they talk about a Chinaman and here's this yellow character in a fucking pointy hat pushing a wheelbarrow full of rice. We probably don't need to show our kids that. They probably don't need to ever hear the term Chinaman in their life. And I just love how people just like, oh, you, you're taking away our culture. It's like, it's racism. Is racism your culture? Then yes, we're taking it away happily. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I can't see, I can't see Roddy Piper in blackface in a bad match after fucking against bad news. Brown, who was past his prime. Okay, I'm sorry. How many people ordered the network to see that one fucking WrestleMania match of Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown? Show of hands, folks. I don't see any hands up. Yeah, you can quit listening to us. That's fine. Unfollow us, everything. I don't give a shit. It's like, I love it. Now, yes, you can make this this argument that all people who want to, you know, be allowed to be hateful always use when when does this end or how far does it go okay yeah there there is some uh, concern how far does it go i don't know i've seen people saying oh now they're gonna edit uh may young giving birth to a hand off of there well first of all i i doubt it yeah because it's not offensive second of all i have never went back and watched that since it first aired and i don't want to no, they won't. I mean, it's I. I I don't know. I don't get so. I mean, yeah, I don't get some people. I'd like to say I understand, but I'd like to say I understand, but I just don't. Please explain it to me, folks. If you have a real reason why it's good for the racism to be put in there, uh, I I had to walk away in a semi-related fucking incident. Pasty white. Oh. A person, um, an, an, an elder that I know, who I love, I had to just walk away because she's talking to me about this show. And she's like, this show is about, a, a part, I think it's Parker Posey is the gal that's in it, and, and, a, and a black actress. And it talks about them nowadays, but it shows them as kids and how hard it was them growing up in the South. And she wasn't allowed to hang out with her black friend because she was black. And she's like, I just quit watching it because... They censor out every time they say, and she said the word. <laughs> She's an elder, okay, folks? I'm not saying it's okay. 
but she said the word. And you know, you just won't learn anything if you if you don't see how it really was. And back then, she said the word was called she said the word. <laughs> and they will not say she said the word on the show, so I couldn't watch it anymore. I just had to walk away. Really? You can't watch the show because they won't say the N-word? That's literally the dumbest excuse I've ever heard to not watch a show. <laughs> it's like, and she's uh, she's not a horrible human at heart. And actually, she's not. she doesn't dislike uh, um, blacks or, or natives or Mexicans. She doesn't. But just the fact that she was so freely saying, and it was just me and her. We were at her place. You know, nobody else around. But I was just uncomfortable hearing her say it over and over again. And just, I don't understand why it pissed her off that they edited it out. Like, I guess, I, I know different generations, but we know better now, man. That's rough. Yeah, as as a lifelong Hulkamaniac, I I agree one hundred percent with that. He should not be the face of WrestleMania. If we're taking a stance, take a stance. Um, I'll I'll still go back and watch Hulk Hogan matches. I still go back and watch Chris Benoit matches. I watched the matches that happened at that time. Um, and I I guess I don't have any shame in watching them, and some people do, and that's fine, I guess. But you know, in all honesty, does he need to be hosting? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Even, I mean, he doesn't need to be anywhere. The man does fine on his own. He's He's got a restaurant. He's rocking it, baby. <laughs> yeah. He's a part of, of history and wrestling history, and he always will be, and uh, he should be respected for that, but he should also be held accountable for what he... And still to this day, he's never actually apologized. Coming in there like Vince McMahon. What's up, Mike? Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> I guess, Pacey, that was just a little taste of our shortage sentinel, but you know, we had to everybody's been talking about it. Everybody has their opinions, and you're you're allowed to have your opinion. But it's ha what's happening is happening with or without you're okay. Exactly. You're just pointing yourself out. All right, Pacey. Oh, 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 oh. I was going to let you, I was going to take this one because I know you're excited for the next one. 
So, of course, Pasty, uh, WWE has more problems on their plate just than Peacock censoring them because uh seems Peacock had some issues with the Fastlane pay-per-view. WWE is planning to address the streaming issues that fans experienced during the Fastlane pay-per-view. Personally, Pasty, I don't think there were any streaming issues. I think people just didn't fucking watch it. But I could be wrong. At the time of the pay-per-view, uh, the main WWE Twitter account issued a message to fans during the pay-per-view in response to the complaints. I have not seen an update on this. I have not seen a response by Peacock or WWE. Um, again, <clears throat> didn't watch it live. Only watched one match or two matches. I keep forgetting I watched two. So I didn't have any issues, but I, again, didn't watch it live. Only watched a couple matches. Yeah. And we know there's going to be issues. This was the very first live pay-per-view they've ran since they were on there. We knew there were going to be issues. There always is. At least have it have it on a pay-per-view nobody gives a shit about before WrestleMania comes up. That's very smart, really, you know? Yeah. Way to go. Boy, damn it, Haney. Go get him, Glenn. Yeah, that's all you could ever hope for. Um, yeah, I, I seen he posted on his Twitter. The people have uh, his his uh, uh, whoever's running against him. Um, they have. I I don't know if it's people running against him or if it's just the public themselves that made them. But you know those politician cardboard signs that people put up in their yards? There's ones that say, get rid of the monster, and it has the the mask of Cain. <laughs> and it says uh, something about uh, not unelect, but um, don't vote for Glenn Jacobs or something, well, however they word it. But yeah, they have things, get rid of the monster. It's like, that's fucking awesome, man. I love that. <laughs> I mean, it is. They're the same thing, really. Uh, talk about the same thing. Seems like we do the same thing over and over every week, Pacey, and that means we're into the comings and goings. Holy shit, this man has been talked about more now since he's ever fucking signed on to WWE. And, of course, this time WWE announced Monday that it released Andrade Almas. Wrestling Inc. had reported March 12th that Andrade asked the E to release him from his contract. Wrestling under a mask with the name La Sombra, Andrade was a huge star in Mexico and Japan and was a founding member of Los Engarbanobles. Now that's the uh, Mexican version, not the 
de Japón. Andrade made his WWE debut in a victory over Ty Dillinger at NXT TakeOver The End in 2016, and little did he know it was the end of his WWE career, basically. WWE released Andrade's manager, Zelina Vega, also known as Rosita, or by her real name, Thea Trinidad, in November, one month after Andrade's last match, which was a loss to Angel Garza on the October 12th Raw. Asombra apparently does not have a non-compete clause, so he is able to start taking bookings from other pro wrestling companies. Andrade will almost certainly be able to land on his feet somewhere due to his his, uh, young age and his pre-WWE profile, which makes him a superstar. That would be awesome. Well, and Thea's in uh, AEW now, isn't she? Right? Haven't we reported that? Or did I make that up? Okay. I, I do this often. Half the fucking show is shit I made up. Pacey never fact checks shit I write down. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Kane isn't even... Kane died. He's not going to be mayor. The fucker died like two months ago. I'm going to fucking run for mayor. Why don't you fact check some shit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, posthumously, you know? Just posthumously, of course. It's him! That's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be Kane! Does it have to be? Yeah, I mean, of course, Paul Bear would be perfect, but he obviously isn't with us anymore. Um... Uh, yeah, they, they they fucking do. I can't even think of the fucker's name now. His last name is Moody. I can't even think of what his name now. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. His name isn't Ryan Moody. His name isn't Brian either. I know. We like him anyways, old old Percy Pringle, old Paul Bearer. He's not Yeah, that 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 was his name before he went to WWE as a manager. He was Percy Pringle. Percy Pringle the third. No, but um ironically he did uh manage um mean Mark Callis. Believe it or not. Woo! It's the ultimate of British wrestling, brother. Ah, that should be a a good score for uh, NXT UK. Uh, I'm not going to see it. I'm sorry. But 
I mean, I'm happy for her to to be making some money. And <clears throat> I know a lot of the, the women in NXT or a lot of the wrestlers in NXT UK get to keep side jobs on the side. So hopefully this should be good for her. She's a well-rounded talent. Um, I haven't seen a lot of her stuff, but I, I know her name very well. So I'm happy for her. Um, <clears throat> we hope. To um, circle back for just a moment, <clears throat> Bill Moody. So I apologize. Sad, sadly, I had to look it up, and I shouldn't have had to, but yes. William Bill Moody. Also known as old Percy Pringle III. Oh, moving on, former WWF star Melina made her managerial debut for SWE Fury Wrestling. On her debut, she dropped a big surprise. Actually, Pasty, you may say a XL surprise as she introduced her client, Kaz XL. You may know him as the former Big Cass. See both these superstars at Southwest Wrestling Entertainment Spring Stampede, Saturday, April 24th at the Southern Junction in Irving, Tejas. You can catch their weekly show, Fury, on Fight TV, or just search SWE Fury on YouTube and check it out. They got some good names there, and uh, it's a free show. Why not? Oh, was she? Oh, good for her. She has a lot of time on her hands, you're saying. (laughs) I agree. Get your name back in there. A hundred. Yep. One hundred. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like her. She's not the best wrestler, but... um. I like to I like to see any wrestler uh, make a living and be out there and and do stuff. I'm just happy. I'm always happy when pro wrestling is is making money and in the limelight. Even if it's stuff I don't like like Cody Rhodes. Still happy. It would be cool if I could actually believe that. Right. I wish 
at one point on this show, and I, I wouldn't have any idea when it was, I actually um, I broke down how many times TNA slash Impact have changed networks slash time slots slash days, and um, it was unfathomable. I mean, I don't think any other television show in the history it, it, in history I, I can guarantee you it hasn't. Nothing else has moved that many times, and now we add one more to it. I, I wish I had that number because it honestly is an astronomical number. I think it was like between eleven and thirteen, so. They're creeping up to 15 times that they, sure, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So, I mean, they're, they're creeping up to 15 times that they've, they've changed when and, and where you can find them. Um, that's never good, but God, it shows to the resiliency of not only Impact, but Impact's fans. So many shows, you know, they move time slots and move days three times and then they get canceled because nobody watches them anymore. Impacts, Impacts fans find them. They find them and they keep watching. That's awesome and unprecedented. And that sounds like a badass uh, main event, Omega and the Good Brothers versus Rich Swan and Eddie Edwards and Willie Mack, plus the fact that, as I said earlier, it seems like there's a rift between Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. This could really be fun. This could really be fun. <laughs> he's he's had multiple victories. What are you talking about? Oh, you need to stress that, sir. Yeah, I know Omega pinned Rich Swan, but they won't let Rich Swan pin Omega. <laughs> <That's funny. sighs> that's why i don't watch that stuff i mean it, it's funny it's yeah to a certain segment of the audience that is hilarious and i get it and people like that i i don't like it but that's i get it i do get it i'm not saying it's bad or wrong at all not at all Right, right. That, that pumps you up, man. Look at old uh, fucking Phelps. You know what I mean? Phelps and uh, One Nut. Who's One Nut? Armstrong. Lance Armstrong and, and Michael Phelps, man. They were both fucking Olympic winners or whatever. Wherever you compete in biking and swimming. I don't know where the fuck that happens. But yeah, and they were both lit in the J. You know what I mean? Sound like your grandpa when I say lit in the J, you know what I mean? Well, Shawnee, you're there lit in the J. <laughs> he asked me a few times back when we were lit in the J together. <laughs> oh. oh, man, all of them. Have I ever told you about the first time I fucking smoked pot? I'm sure I have, but I'll, I'll say it again. I've probably said it on the show, but I'll say it again. I was with, I was with my friend's mother and, and uh, 
her friends. Uh, my friend was in school. I was skipping school that day, so I just went over to hang out at his house until he came home. And they're all sitting there, and I'm just hanging around. I think it was like, I, I was nine. And they're all sitting around laughing and joshing, and, and they passing the weed around, having some beers. And I just looked at her, and I was like, Hey, Ma, can, uh, can I have some weeds? <laughs> and everybody started busting out laughing. And, uh, and they fucking gave me the J and I got into the circle. And then I was just fucking blasted by the time my friend got home. And I think I just went to sleep, <laughs> but I just, I still remember. Cause <laughs> right No, she, she would give me shit for years later. She's like, Hey, you, you want some weeds? <laughs> like, I didn't know I was nine years old. I was like, Hey, can I have some weeds? I mean, this was the early nineties, man. There wasn't a lot of cool words for it back then. There were, I just didn't know them. <laughs> that's my little yeah it's good stuff i had fun uh but shit that isn't fun pasty is we always gotta have an injury report i i love the days we don't have it this one's a little longer one kind of sad it isn't a longer one but considering we have all these shortages and all the rest of the news it's sad that this is probably the longest that we have um Starting out, Charlotte Flair posted on Twitter Monday evening. She said, I know everyone has been wondering where I have been. I tested positive for COVID and have been home resting. Folded hands emoji. Which, do people know that that's a high five from two different people? Why do they always make it like a prayer? It's a high five from two different people. Get your shit straight. Thank you, everyone, for your love. So apparently she's high fiving resting, which is cool also, I guess. That's how I do it, son. Well, then that's a, isn't that a, 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 a raise hand emoji? We need just, we need gif emojis. That's what we need. Jemoji. Like, uh, like that movie, um, how how meth got his groove back where method man wakes up and uh he went from being a g to having a g spot and now he's a woman and he has to get his groove back to become the woo gangsta that we all knew <laughs> impractical jokers <laughs> that was one of the pitches for a fucking movie <laughs> How meth got his groove back. <laughs> derp de derp de derp de derp. That's my favorite one. <laughs> A stapler. The man, you know what's sad is fucking Rob Snyder makes more money doing bullshit for his friend Adam Sandler than you and I will ever make in our lives. I need to just be a carrot. If I was a carrot, I could be in a fucking Adam Sandler movie and some women would masturbate with me. And I mean, that's win-win if you ask me. Well, I don't know about being in an Adam Sandler movie being a win. The money is though. Oh. <sighs> 
No, fucking Jill better not be masturbating with me, all right? Fuck that shit. Yeah. You know what? I like it. It's not a good movie, but it's a fun movie if you're an 80s kid or or even I suppose maybe a 90s kid. Um it, his worst movie ever. I mean, he told us he was making his he said if he did not get an Oscar for Uncut Gems, he was going to make his worst movie ever and he did allegedly. I haven't seen isn't it like a Hubert Halloween or something? Okay. Yeah, I never did see it, but I mean, you can't blame the guy. He literally said if he doesn't get an Oscar for, which, by the way, he deserved a fucking Oscar for Uncut Gems. Did you watch that one? Oh, my gosh. I don't know how you got distracted. That is an awesome drama. Like, there's no comedy. There's real acting. There's an awesome storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bulletproof is like an action comedy. Him and Damon Wayans. Fucking such a good movie. Not enough people talk about that movie. God, that's... Right. And there was, there was a lot of heart when he, uh, when he found out that, that Damon Wayans was an undercover cop and who had been using him for years. I mean, like there, he really conveyed, you felt bad for Adam Sandler. He conveyed that, that feeling of betrayal. Such a good... I'm going to have to watch that movie after we record, Lo, because that's a good movie. I haven't seen it forever. I'll let you know what it's streaming on, for sure. Uh, speaking of Adam Sandler, Pasty. <laughs> Dude, I just... I just fucking had this. God damn it. I just, I just read this. The fuck are you doing? Do you even pay attention? Did you, did, did you have some weeds? <laughs> fucking go to the next fucking, don't, don't fucking retell the, the fucking news article I just fucking read. Why don't you tell him about John Silver, pasty? Oh, long John, I call him. No, Allen revealed the injury. Darby Allen. He, he was he was fighting with Darby Allen for the TNT title, believe it or not. Um Charlotte wasn't that you're getting confused because you thought it was Charlotte. You thought Charlotte revealed the injury, but it was Allen actually. Darby Allen. Sad. The good news is, though, Pasty. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. 
his push. Yeah. Yeah, super sad. He he definitely has a bright future in AEW. Hands down. Let's hope not. Time will tell, but let's let's hope not. You know, working with Darby, Darby works uh I wouldn't say stiff and I wouldn't say sloppy either, but he works loose. Yeah, yeah. He kind of puts his, his all into it to make it look good. So, you know, shit can happen sometimes. Sad but true. Yes. And um, we kind of touched on this earlier. Or no, we haven't. Fuck, I don't know where we're at. I We... <laughs> We really got thrown off by Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler fucking ruins everything. God damn it, Adam. He did. He, he did. He ruined Al Pacino. And then by proxy, fucking uh, um, Robert De Niro was ruined. Did you ever watch The Irishman? God, I was so excited for it. And it just really is not a good movie. It's fucking three hours. It's three hours of a decent movie. If I had never seen Goodfellas, um, Casino, Godfather, any of those, I'd probably say, well, this is a really good movie. But after seeing real good mobster movies, it's like, this is not a good movie. I think it was. Good movie. God, good movie. A uh, bad spinoff TV show that was horribly loosely based. It was very loosely. <laughs> very fucking loosely. Um, so we haven't touched on this yet, but we're going to touch on it um, coming up. Ring of Honor announced today that old Ryu Dragon Lee is unable to appear at the pay-per-view coming up. That'd be their 19th anniversary show. Sucks but he needs to undergo a minor surgery. Lee recently suffered a ruptured eardrum, which is preventing him to travel by plane. He needs surgery to repair the injury. Now, folks, you may just say, well, why doesn't he just suck it up and drive there? Injured eardrum fucks up your whole equilibrium, and a guy like Dragon Lee, who flips and dives and jumps, cannot have his equilibrium fucked up in the ring. That's just asking for more damage to him and others. You know, it's just not good. So hope the best for him. This really sucks because he was on he he was on two fucking matches. It's like the only guy who had two matches this fucking night. And uh just shut it down. Shut the shit. We're waiting on We're waiting on lead, damn it. Just 86 the fucking thing. Also known as the gobbledygooker.
That sounds like a cereal, doesn't it? <clears throat> Pour me a bowl of Berrios and add some shrimp. Add the shrimp. Evil Bong Seven. Return Return of the Resin. Uh yeah, you gotta give him some credit. Um to be able to speak even in the nineties, to be a male wrestler to to go out and talk about being sexually assaulted was huge. I mean, literally it was huge for these women just last year to come out and do this, you know? So <laughs> just ask old Brody. Uh, yeah, so it's it's cool that years ago, decades ago, he was already trying to get the word out there that, you know, trying to stop what was happening. Um, it's sad that, you know, it took decades later for a big movement to actually happen, but that's the truth. Oh, it's horrible. Fucking, he didn't, he, he, he didn't learn from Unky, Unky Barrio. Unky Barrio. Burial. Burial. Ooh, harsh. Yeah, sad to see him go. I can honestly say I don't know that I've watched anything with him in it. I'm sorry to say that. Um, But I, I probably have, but didn't know it. He was never a huge name, really, but. I'm telling you. I know. But we all know Cowboy Bob Orton and, of course, Randy Orton. So it um, got to be rough for, for Randy and, and old Cowboy Bob. And, I mean, it's just sad ever to see any of these, these legends pass away, you know. Yeah. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it was Borton. It was something Borton. I don't remember. Yeah, I maybe it was Randy. It might have been Randy Borton. I don't know. He had the best fucking arm thing, anyways. Though nobody knows what Randy Orton's arm thing is, anyways. I think I think Borton's is fucking better than Randy's because at least we know what it is. It's uh... <laughs> uh, I can't even picture what those things look like nowadays. Oh, aren't they? Aren't they? Isn't it just a guy holding another guy in the air? Isn't that what the slamming is? What the fuck does that have to do with Randy's pose? <laughs> no, they got to do it on the 19th anniversary. God damn it. Uh, Pre-show. Pre-show. They're following in a... Uh, WWE steps of having championship matches on pre-shows, sadly. Ring of Honor World six-man tag title. We see the Mexi Squad versus Shane Taylor Promotions. 
Really? You're going with uh, Bob Holly? I didn't know old Thermy's Sparky Plug. Old Thurman Sparky Plug. No, it's not, but he was he was STP when he first came into the WWE. It was he was the, the race car driver. Hi there, guys. My name is Thurman Plug, but you can call me Sparky. My friends just call me STP. <laughs> you don't remember that shit, do you? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Thurman Sparky Plug, you can call me Sparky, <laughs> STP. Yeah, they named him after a fucking oil. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Mexa squad. It doesn't matter. It's a pre-show. Who the fuck cares? I, I should say that uh, Shane Taylor Promotions ho- holds the uh, tag titles. So I, I should say that. Basically, it's a, a four. It's a I don't know what do you call it. Fatal four or four. Anyways, it's you know elimination style. There you go. It's a four way elimination. Um, boy, I'm going big man on the block. I'm going to uh, the 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 future. I'm going to say it right now. Future Ring of Honor champion Danhausen. That's the best name. Household. He's holding a house. Yep. He's holding it up in the air. It's it's tilted. It's kind of cockeyed. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's better than the RKO. Out of nowhere. Then we have um the main card. Unsanctioned match. I believe this match is actually happening in a different building even is um, what I'm led to believe. So like suit, like they're taking this unsanctioned all, all the way out there, baby. Not even in their, their, their venue. We're seeing Matt Taven take on Vincent Marciglieri. I always fuck up. I always fuck up his name when I say it out loud, but in, in my head, I, I, I say it right. Marciglia. Thank you. Pasty for helping me out. Marseglia. I just had to say the last name because you're like, v- v- Vincent? Who the f- which, which, Vin- there's 75 Vincents in WWE or in uh, wrestling. It's like, are we talking about Mike Jones? Are we talking about VKM? Are we talking about Marseglia? Yeah, yeah. Mike Jones. Who? Meat sauce. I'm going with Marsala sauce, baby. He's a big beast. He can take out. I hope he can take out Taven, especially in an unsanctioned match. Nineteenth anniversary show. I would fucking put the Briscoe brothers together in a tag match. I'm just saying it right now. That's what I would do. Um, it could have been it. F- fuck it. It um could have been against Flip Gordon and EC3. You know what I mean. I'd, I'd watch that. Nonetheless, um, I'm, I'm going the road less traveled. Um, I'm going to say Flip Gordon, not really for any reasons. Because he should beat Gordon. <laughs> Honestly. 
Uh, we got Dalton Castle versus Josh Woods. Yeah, I'm going Dalton Castle. Why not? I love me some Dalton Castle. Maybe, but God, he's just—he's always going to be top of the class in Ring of Honor. You know what I mean? It's like he—he he could easily become a a small fish in a big pond if he moves. They are, but they. Yeah, but they always bring themselves back up. They're a lot like Impact Wrestling. I, I, I think there's good things to come. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Dak Draper be a pure champion, but... Jonathan Gresham was my pick to win the the tournament to hold the pure title. And the pure title needs prestige. It needs to be held for a while. And Jonathan Gresham is, if you took a picture of what a, a pure, an ROH pure championship should look like and should act, it's, it's Jonathan Gresham. Keep it on old Johnny G, baby. I thought you were going to go with a Mad Men reference or something, Don Draper. But <clears throat> no, you, you went with the Raper. Yeah, you know, kind of kind of like I always thought the best fucking wrestler name should be like Psychotherapist because you could just put a little space in between T-H-E and the rest of Therapist. And you can call yourself Psychotherapist, but you're Psycho, the Rapist. I've always loved that. I'm sorry. It's it's childish and stupid, but true. Ah, uh, we see a grudge match. EC3 taking on Jay Briscoe. Could be match of the night. You know, you're a double downer. A downer D. And I'm just picking EC3 because fucking, I like EC3, man. Yeah, I, I honestly think Mark Briscoe is going to beat Flip Gordon. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say both Briscoes don't win, and I think EC3 would be the easy one to have beat one of the Briscoes. I mean, if only one of the Briscoes win, you would think it would it would be Mark going against Flip. That's That's the only place that my head is, other than up my ass. You've been there quite a few times. Oh, yeah, I... I do that. Uh, I do the enemas and the anal bleaching, baby. You, you got to do that. You got to stay. I mean, if you want the if you want the woman to put her tongue in it, you gotta fucking take care of it. Am I right? Like Ariana Grande says, I keep it squeaky. I've been drinking coffee. 
Oh, yeah, this is this is where things get weird because both all old T Willie and um Kenny King Kingle are going to be wrestling twice. But it, but Kenny King wasn't supposed to wrestle twice. He was he was supposed to be Dragon Lee wrestling twice. Um Kenny King is a stripper. We like that. With that being said, Kenny's a sexy stripper. I'm going to go with uh, Kenny King and Bestia Del Ring representing Le Fashion Ingrid Bonoble. Twerk. That's what it sounds like when Pasty comes. Twerk. Oh, I'm almost there, baby. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Twerk. Just <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're your little twerts, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. Get out of here, you little twerts. <laughs> oh, then we got Ring of Honor World Television title. Kenny King again replacing Dragon Lee. Why did they have different people? I, I don't know why. You could have had two different people replace him instead of making Kenny work. I guess it's. I guess if you're going to make Tracy Williams wrestle twice, the, the opponent should wrestle twice, right? Sure. I like it. Or, well, I, I would no because it's a television title. It should be on every televised event. But I would say you could maybe take away the tag team title match and just make it Bestia versus Rhett Titus and not be for the titles, you know. Whatever. Whatever the reason, whatever the rhyme, we got ROH World Heavyweight title Kenny King replacing Dragon Lee versus Tracy Williams. Um, What, 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 what are we doing here, Pacey? I... You know, this brings up so many questions. Is Kenny the champion if he wins? Is Dragon the champion if he wins? What happens? Run, baby legs, look at me. Ah, uh, fuck. This is the only... I just don't even know what to do. I'm, I'm going to go Kenny King. I really just don't know what to do, but I love me some, some Kenny. And I'm not a big Tracy Williams fan. He's just kind of, he's there. He's not bad, but he's kind of blah. He's, he's, uh, he's okay. You know, he, um, he, he used to wrestle with, uh, with your boy though. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. He was part of the colony. He was green ant with, uh, orange Cassidy's fire ant. I believe he was green ant. I know he wasn't soldier ant. I'm pretty sure he is green ant. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> now that I'm now that I'm making claims <laughs> they should be backed up probably. Um so that's what I'm going with. Did you say who you're going with? I don't remember. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Raider. Ooh. This could also be match of the night. The, those two are, are are what I'm really looking forward to. Um, 
you know, it's cliche, but of course, us us the the fans are going to be the winners of this one. Roosh has held this for quite a while. Um, we don't know what's going on with old Dragon Lee. We do know that the whole family signed now, so there's other things you could do with both Roosh and Dragon Lee, and they don't have to be champions. And uh, Jay Lethal, by God, is probably the best or second best Ring of Honor champion ever. I'd probably say the best Ring of Honor champion. There's been amazing ones. But, God, I, I would love to see Jay Lethal get one more run with it. I'm going to go with old Jay Lee. I bet you are. Uh, yes, actually, uh, he, he was uh, Green Ant. So, there you go. I didn't make shit up. No. There's a sol- soldier ant, though. There's a worker ant. There were a lot of ants. There, there was a whole colony. Oh, you fucking A, they could. I've seen it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is, uh, I've done enough. <laughs> I've done enough, man. I liked the colony. They were good shit. I, I miss fucking Shikara. Old school Shikara is just badass. I'm sorry. Has nothing to do with this, though, I guess. Um, I suppose we don't have a fucking um, tiebreaker. What can we what can we shoehorn in here as a tiebreaker pasty? I know, right? That's what I was thinking. How about <clears throat> I mean we can do something stupid, simple and silly as does is one of the pre-shows end up on the main show? Just something stupid like that, I guess. All right. Uh I don't think so either, to be honest, because we've done really good at being opposites most of the way through. Uh, what do you pick on that? It's your choice. Your your turn. Okay. I wouldn't mind seeing that fucking six-man tag match on the main card, to be honest. Yeah, actually... I actually don't mind that at all. All right. We have it, baby. Again, not a lot in the uh, wrestling world this week, but you and I know how to make a whole show out of it, man. Or other shit. Other shit that has nothing to do with wrestling, like Adam Sandler. I don't even know how he got there. I don't remember. <clears throat> something with Randy Orton or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, anything else, man? That that, that uh, in wrestling that we need to discuss before we sign off? I can't either. Um, the only one thing I want to say. <clears throat> Is, you know, folks nowadays, just look at all the amazing talent these Japanese women have that we talked about at the top of the show. 
You look at WWE right now, some of their best women talent, Asuka, Kyrie Sane. You look at AEW, their women's champion. You got Riho. Um, you know, we never mentioned last week, and we didn't mention this week, uh, Maki Ito, uh, she's returning to Japan. So she's not going to be on AEW, at least for the immediate future. Super sad. <clears throat> I hope she comes back. But nonetheless, she's another great Japanese female talent. I mean, we all know that Japanese wrestling is amazing, but I think people people overlook how amazing women's wrestling in Japan has been. Where you, you look back at 1995, they won match of the year. In 1995, six five-star matches were by Manami Toyota. Um, I mean, it's just... I think it gets slept on, and that's all I want to end with is don't sleep on the Japanese women wrestlers, not only today, but of the past. Too soon. <laughs> that was funny. I like it. Thank <laughs> you.